global pandemic there are a lot of things happening today there are a lot of things and of course to tell you a lot of bad news there are multiple medias now i don't want to keep telling you the same thing on who's losing the job which business is going out of business i want to talk something progressive and constructive uh, today when we are alone just at home trying to figure out what to do there are some delivery partners still helping us with food and deliveries and what not today very very happy to have rahul ganjo head of product zomato thank you so much rahul for joining us today thank you for calling me and thanks for uh, taking time out i'm glad pleasure to be here pleasure is absolutely ours rahul i'll tell you something i know everything about zomato you know why like what are the kind of offers you guys have what are the restaurants you are onboarding and what is the kind of percentage coupon every single thing i know about it guess how uh no uh-huh. idea okay my husband works for swiggy oh, <laughs> i have no clue <laughs> yeah the morning stand up call starts with what zomato is doing what does uber is doing and what are the coupons and offers the restaurants you guys do so i pretty much know quite a lot about zomato than swiggy i would say i think so, you should change roles i should be asking you questions <laughs> <laughs> absolutely we can do it so with that said um, rahul times are testing things have changed in this 3 months and um, how are you doing as a business as a product leader how are you feeling about it at this point of time rahul yeah i think you know um, it's been a challenging time for everybody like even if you, no matter which industry you are in uh, no matter uh, you know whether you're working or not even everybody's just trying to figure out the new normal uh, and getting uh, adjusted to life that has been so abruptly uh, been changed and forcibly changed uh, some of these changes take uh, you know years and decades to adapt to sometimes that we have to you know do it overnight you know right from you know having kids in the zoom calls next to us because they are having school they have school and you know there's like five people on the zoom call in the house mm-hmm. and then you have to you know uh, ship so many things uh, uh, you know maintain uh, quality and maintain a velocity of shipping features mm-hmm. while you cannot have the same tool sets that you had uh, i think everybody's trying to figure it out and i think uh, you could uh, there are good days and there are bad days uh, you could uh, you always obviously try to take a very optimistic glass half full kind of an approach mm-hmm. uh, but then there are days when you know you feel uh, you know this is kind of not ending uh, and there's uh, uh, but you know you look at the bright side and kind of try to keep the goals in mind and you hopefully uh, there will be light at the end of this correct absolutely rahul i think we should be very mindful also as people we create products we have to be even more mindful when we are creating products now this more empathy requires this more human side of it is required and uh, you know we have to see it in a different angle as a leader at zomato what are the angles that you have changed or you know at least uh, try to explore on areas what are the things that changed in this last two months as a product leader to you so i think we are seeing a bunch of things right we are seeing users uh, suddenly being more empathetic towards uh, other people and towards say even in this example if you talk about uh, delivery partners mm-hmm. uh, everybody is trying to help everybody appreciates exactly. the service and two months ago that was not the case i think people were taking the, these being things for granted 
yeah. uh, being rude. I mean, small, small things you would have uh, uh, cases which would get uh, escalated, uh, you know, uh, even uh, if the guy was five minutes late and mm-hmm. the food was coming from like 15 miles away, yeah. uh, users felt like some sort of entitlement and don't understand Correct. the whole, uh, what, what it takes for some human Mm-hmm. go drive come back and they expect it for free mm-hmm. uh, so i think and you know no, a lot of the folks were almost invisible mm-hmm. uh, to our consumers but that's no longer the case right. uh, i think overall the empathy is up and mm-hmm. as a, i mean as people we have to do that internally as well mm-hmm. uh, like you know the way you deal with your employees the way you uh, understand the challenges that everybody has right now mm-hmm. nobody has a playbook to kind of deal with this exactly. uh, so you know uh, dealing uh, having that sensitivity towards uh, towards the teams that you work with uh, mm-hmm. understanding that everybody's having to adjust mm-hmm. uh, uh, and at the same time you know uh, figuring out a way to be productive for uh, and get the teams uh, humming at the same velocity I think that those are some of the challenges that all leaders today have mm-hmm. uh, and it's again uh, one of those things that has no playbooks so far, mm-hmm. uh, but you're trying to figure it out on the go and uh, sticking to some first principles. Correct. That's true. Very true. But Rahul, when you were talking about unhappy customers, right, I'm just getting reminded of something. So you've been a product manager at Snapdeal, which is some, some of the uh, other e-commerce companies as well. And then now into delivery, food delivery and, you know, Zomato kind of a company where uh, everything should happen in 30 minutes and one hour. So when we talk about unhappy customers, what they really teach you as a product leader, what you learn from unhappy customers? So I think first uh, you have to understand the dynamics of each business. Uh-huh. You know, people, people, what, what your service means uh, to people and what it brings to, the, what value it brings to your customers, right? right? So, you know, people, if your Amazon package is six hours late or a day late, uh-huh. Of, unless it's like really urgent and you ordered something which was time sensitive, uh-huh. most days you will not have a reaction. You'll say, it'll uh-huh. come. Uh, it's not here today, but maybe tomorrow it'll come. That's okay, yeah. But people attach a lot of, like food is like passion for people. You're right? hungry, yeah, you're people hungry. Like, <laughs> you know, maybe they have people at home and they are showing off or they, they're really hungry and they've ordered this favorite burger and suddenly it's like something happens and you know, it's Correct. 15 minutes late or 30 minutes late. Yeah. And the most rational people will have a most irrational response at that time, right? Correct. Uh, we we've all been guilty of that. We've all mm-hmm. raged tweeted against our against a service that we've not liked or a company that has not done their job well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as uh, coming back to your question, I think if you understand that, uh, you have to design, uh, you know, build it in the process. For mm-hmm. example, in food and e-commerce, I'll tell you. Right. Uh, e-commerce uh, there are decent peaks during the day you know mm-hmm. so when people get free at work they order then maybe in the evening they order when they get free mm-hmm. uh, but it and i mean obviously the evening you can basically are, predict yeah okay this is where yeah. it is going to happen yeah all our food people consume at set times right it's like correct. there's a huge peak at lunch and then there's a double peak at dinner correct so if your service levels are not up in those 40 minutes it doesn't mm-hmm. matter that uh, the remaining uh, 99.999 times uh, you had no issues because right. people want dinner at 8 p.m. Yeah. And if you're down at 8 or if your uh, service levels go down at that point, uh, so you there's no edge case basically. Everything needs to be covered, right? right. And your ecosystem is so varied. You're talking about the touch points here. Mm-hmm. You order food through an app on a phone. Mm-hmm. Maybe the app, maybe the device has an issue or not. Maybe it's fine. Okay. 
which is again a diverse kind of a ecosystem some may be on pos systems there are mm-hmm. thousands of pos systems out there some may be there on an api integration some may be on our uh, uh, you know app merchant apps mm-hmm. then they accept the order there then it uh, the rider gets assigned mm-hmm. a rider may be on a low end android phone maybe this low network service so there are so many uh, breakpoints that could mm-hmm. happen on a single order Again, again, this order needs to be delivered end to end in thirty thirty five minutes. And customers right? really don't care about whatever you go through. Yeah, yeah. All of that is just internal uh, this thing. Correct. But from our point of view, what we need to do is that we can't leave anything to chance. We can't mm-hmm. say, okay, if this impacts only one percent of users, it's fine. It's an edge case. There is no edge case mm-hmm. because in that eight to nine p.m., if you're you know getting a large chunk of your business, one mm-hmm. percent uh, is like hundred, tens of thousands of orders. Correct. and therefore it's not an edge case uh, mm-hmm. so those are some of the things that you have to keep in mind and therefore also understand that what you know the one thing that we used to say mm-hmm. at, uh, at twitter when i used to work there was uh, you know people used to it was a highly visible company and everything used to be mm-hmm. written about 20 times a day uh, the good thing we used to say is that if you are not being written about mm-hmm. or people don't uh, you know com- you know complain about you that means that they don't care about your service Yeah. <laughs> right at least the i mean that is one perspective to look at it like you, you, people people expect us maybe to maybe because people that. don't pay there what exactly is the reason why maybe the site is down or you know something extremely or, or happening something like feature uh, we used to have like really random like even a design change would lead to like people abusing the hell out of oh really <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it's had like crazy and okay. that happens with zomato also like every time you push a app update Mm-hmm. Uh, you will have a lot of people who will be like okay this is crap i'll never use this again how dare you change this and which But is honestly as a zomato user i also use zomato extensively because um, uh you know every single day i pretty much feel like i have some surprise with zomato i'm excited every time i open zomato what is new today like you know people are you adding that as a mini social media it's like a mini a review platform it is also a mini it's a huge delivery platform too many things so yeah coming back to your point yeah so yeah so basically understanding uh, the value you bring to your customers and therefore taking that feedback in that uh, perspective also helps uh, uh, people will have uh, passionate reactions to their food being late or mm-hmm. their order being uh, 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 something wrong with the order yep. uh, but we we kind of have to design up processes end to end so that uh, those are really really minimal taken care yeah good so i think when you're talking about the customers you've made created products for the people in the us then you've moved to india and started making products for the people in india how is that different of course the population the culture the values are different but predominantly what are the top 3 differences between the people in the us versus the customers in the us versus customers in the india to be precise so i think there are a couple of things one one is that in india i have uh, worked on ops heavy products and in the us i used to work on digital services primarily okay. so some comparison will not be apple to apple it will be mm-hmm. mostly what is the difference between an ops heavy business uh, supporting an ops heavy business versus a digital product agree but in india if you look at it and if you just compare e-commerce to e-commerce mm-hmm. the kind of problems uh, statements that we have to deal with which are very unique to india Uh-huh. Uh, one is that uh, you know addresses are not standard uh-huh. uh, people don't understand how what it takes to get food uh-huh. to uh, these unorganized uh, uh, addresses right on mm. time you, yep. you don't have 
map won't uh, most calls that you hear you'll tell you'll see people being told uh, you see that temple you see that old maruti car uh, take a left from there and on the third uh, on the third house on the fourth floor some people are insane when they tell the address right figure out i will not come down figure out that the 17th floor lift is not right this no absolutely no empathy so it's a huge technological kind of uh, you know problem which you solve through data and you solve through correct uh, ml mm-hmm. uh, which is not the case in the us it's pretty standard people maps correct. have existed for long mm-hmm. uh, this, um, you know um, directions are uh, flawless and people get to where they need to yeah uh, second is that india uh, we support cod Mm-hmm. and i think it's the most under uh, under appreciate feature <laughs> which i think is keeping uh, conservatively tens of thousands of uh, product managers engineers and data scientists in the job in india mm-hmm. uh, because you know to the, to set up the tech that is required to support a use case like cod right from your you know fraud prevention to uh, you know collections to uh, limits to a uh, bunch of other things that you have to do to support something like that Uh, and that is not there like cod is virtually unknown in the west uh, and uh, you have to support that here so i think uh, those two are the primary large feature sets uh, that we have here which uh, have to deal with from a consumer point of view i think uh, obviously a lot of people are new to digital this is a this is a first purchase a lot of people are coming on the internet for the first time and are using these services uh, which again is uh, not the same in the us right you know uh it's a pretty mature market by now not a lot of people get it in india there's like uh, tens of millions of new mobile users getting added monthly uh whereas that's not the case there that numbers are not there so uh, how do you uh, explain your service and make it simple enough that it is applicable to anybody be uh-huh. be that user be is in bombay or in uh, uh, indore or in visakhapatnam or in a tier 3 4 town in india so those are some of the challenges that you have to solve for here because these india itself is like you know it's not a single homogenous country um, there are cultural nuances there are uh, you know language all the obvious ones that you know of uh, and we've kind of borrowed a lot of thing constructs that are again uh, uh, you know we say cart you know shopping cart but that's not how people uh, you know buy things in tier 3 tier 4 india there were no shopping carts so we've got consumers asking us like ye cart kya hota hai like i had i had a roti uh, from a restaurant wo cart cart kya bolta hai mujhe so there are things like that we kind of take for granted but here you have to adapt and you have to understand uh, you know really understand what uh, will make the service really simple to use for users agreed also with the delivery partners right in the us versus in india us there some sophisticated exotic people they are like even the women are like they won't look like delivery people they will just have their car drive to your place they'll just stand there for 30 seconds if you're not coming they give a shit they can just drive away but here people really figure out your address call mm-hmm. your ma'am where are you is that uh, player cover is that this thing or that thing they somehow figure out and then deliver to you over there i think people just value each other because they nobody wants to really deal with the other person they will just stand for 30 seconds here they will only wait for 30 seconds and then create a dispute so i think some regulations like that is also kind of working out there wherein here we are still learning we are still uh, driven by people and people are scared for their jobs you know it's also a heavy on culture here yeah so um the other question here is 
of course with the situations there are a lot of brands which are going a little down and there are a lot of brands which are coming up like edtech industries you know video conferencing industries is there any industry or a particular brand that you're watching out you really predict it's going to really make it so big in 2020 in spite of all these situations i think i don't know if you heard about peloton i think i really uh, like that it's a, it's a exercise bike plus subscription uh, i think gyms are going to be dead this year nobody's going to be risking i mean obviously people have freedom to go and uh, you know if you are uh, really want to risk it you will probably still go but i feel <laughs> Nobody, like you know uh, gyms uh, are and peloton is a very strong product everybody i talk to who owns it it just i mean you you see that with some of the early uh, apple products that kind of a cult following they they've had everybody loves that bike everybody likes to have uh, so they have this subscription based uh, uh, you know sessions where there's a instructors who instruct you through a one hour workout and there's gamification you can add your friends uh, you know and i think it can be a huge platform where mm-hmm. you can add shopping to it you can add a huge app player but uh and then you know um, uh you i mean i've i'm really excited about that wow. and something that they i think they have they figured it out and i think they are the cusp of uh making it even bigger i think they re- revised their annual revenue prediction up by like 250 million or so which in these times is like unheard of correct absolutely i'm going to just browse about them i've heard of them but I haven't yeah, I really heard of their cart and uh, extra things that you've told about the subscription. No, I haven't heard. Six to eight week wait list today for if you want to buy that bike. Oh wow! <laughs> and it cost three thousand dollars. Three thousand dollars! Wow. Yeah. So imagine if you had a backlog of that for a product that expensive, uh-huh. people really like it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm. I think that is an interesting kind of play, not just Peloton, but. I'm sure there'll be a clone of competitors that they'll have quickly. Absolutely. Yes. But uh, if they nail the network effects and the first uh, first mover advantage that they have, mm-hmm. they can do that. Obviously, EdTech is like uh, was always on the uh, on the up, but this is kind of accelerated that as well. Uh, so I like a bunch of like companies what they're doing in India. Also, um, all the platforms that you know of, I think those guys uh, have got a good. Uh, uh good philip by this and uh, that uh, collaboration tools that we know of you know you slack microsoft teams all of that mm-hmm. zoom for video conferencing uh, these are the obvious ones yep. but i think peloton is uh, at stands alone right now yeah uh, agree so you are a product leader that we most of the people in the product ecosystem in india knows so you've seen a lot of ups and downs you've worked in different types of companies starting from twitter snapdeal now with zomato uh, but when you reflect and see i'm sure you've seen multiple products multiple recessions multiple ups and downs what is your advice to people who create products make products for bharat for products for bharat so i think uh, you know uh, product should be led by unique insights okay. um, and for a long time we've been like searching for uh, models like uber for x or uh, kind of a model where we are trying to just see what's happening and uh, and there is nothing wrong in that there's a lot of opportunity in just perfecting uh, something that exists outside uh-huh. for an indian context uh-huh. but there's a lot of other stuff that you can do grounds up uh, 
Uh-huh. That is uniquely positioned for India because you know Indian users may not like you know there's a st- string of these apps now coming up like Khata Book or OK Credit or Absolutely. Uh, Pay for uh, uh, small businesses uh, in across not just uh, tier two, tier three, but even tier one. Uh-huh. Uh, nobody's thought about digitizing those guys. Nobody's thought about those guys as customers or understanding the problems deeply. Uh, we've always kind of uh, assumed somebody will do it, but <laughs> nobody's done it. And even today, nobody's done it, right? Correct. So I like that trend where people are trying to go deeper and understanding unique what the problem of an Indian uh, Kirana store owner is today uh-huh. and what are the challenges in his workflow, where is the money going, when is it coming, uh, what are the cash flow problems, you know, what credits uh, will, what credit product will look like. Uh, and how how does the whole end to end those users onto your platform? Uh, so I like that people are doing that, and I think more and more people who want to be successful will need to do the grunt work <laughs> because none of this is going to be simple. Uh, creating an app in Bangalore and then hoping that it'll work. It is actual grunt work, spending time in these towns, spending time with these owners, figuring out. Uh, uh, you know, when people talk about product management, they obviously think it's hugely sexy and sometimes. It's very tiny uh, stuff, but the good ones actually do this grunt work of really understanding uh, Mm -hmm. users. And from that will come a unique insight that will lead to product success. So Mm -hmm. I hope that more people are doing that ground up grunt work, which may not lead to results right away, but which will lead you to understand the users and make higher quality decisions as you're making products for them. Absolutely. Kata book for reasons. Absolutely. I follow them. Like, you know, some products, until unless someone is proving, you will definitely not be able to understand or believe their uh, goals or perspective. For example, four or five years back, I think four years back to be precise, when my husband told me he wants to join a uh, delivery, food delivery company, I was like, every hotel is having their own delivery and they have these boys who are going to deliver and they have these boxes which are like done with hot pack and all that. What is your app going to do here? You know, aggregating. Why a restaurant should come to you and then give the give some commission and then make you deliver the food when the whole ecosystem is already re- ready for the delivery? Where I can just call the restaurant and you know ask them for food and they're going to deliver it. I did not really believe that concept of food delivery itself, but today you know I I myself can't imagine a day without a food delivery app. So I think once it is successful. Once someone is proving, people are ready to, um, you know, follow that cult or make products relevant to it. That way, Katabook and these guys are really, really doing so well. I, I follow them and I really appreciate the fact that, you know, uh, they want to take the less traveled road. They could have, like you said, just taken up something, set up their office in Bangalore and, you know, it's much easier. But uh, actually having some cost and value behind whole uh, product thoughts is definitely a hats off. So with that said, uh, we are moving to the second segment of this podcast. Uh, I'm going to ask you some rapid fire questions. You're going to answer them like real quick. All right. Okay. Ready for that, Rahul? I hope you don't uh, try to Google. I hope there are no Googlies in there. <laughs> I'm such a nice person. Rahul. <laughs> All right. Twitter, LinkedIn. Twitter. Okay. Flipkart, Amazon. Amazon. US, India. India. Pizza, samosa. Pizza. <laughs> okay. 
Kunalsha Vijay Shekhar. Kunalsha. Elon Musk, Bill Gates. Bill Gates. And last but not the least, Uber Eats Swiggy. Uber Eats, we, that's, a, that's part of the family now. <laughs> no comments. <laughs> we are all same. You can, you can order it from all of us. <laughs> Absolutely smart answer, Rahul. All right, it's so nice talking to you in mid of all this, and it was pleasure having you, Rahul. We've been deep broadcast, been uh, wanting to have you since so long. Finally, having you is like one big accomplishment for us. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for inviting me and uh, had good chat. Yeah. Okay. Good. Awesome. Thank you, uh, listeners. Today we had Rahul Kanju. You can follow him on LinkedIn and know more and more about him. Thank you so much. Have a great day.